stories. I'm your host, Goulash. Happy Halloween! <laughs> so, uh, I did have plans to show you around my super spooky mansion. But my cat that's made of goo flipped out and trashed the place. It's a complete mess. I can't even find the second part to the apartment complex story. So, thanks to my crazy cat, I can't show you my spooky mansion now, but will sometime in the future. Speaking of cats, our first spooky story is called... Pinball. <laughs> we got a new cat about a month ago. Picked him up from the local shelter, and we named him Pinball, because he was just bouncing off the walls when we went to see him. He really is an unusual cat, who seems to act more like a dog, because he's always following us around and meowing like crazy. Initially, we kept him indoors only, but he was causing a lot of trouble, always jumping on the counters and trying to steal food. So we decided to let him go outside to see if that would mellow him out. It's odd, ever since we installed his cat door, we've hardly seen him anymore. We know he still comes and goes because we hear him meowing as he makes his way from the door down to the basement where his room's set up. Also, he still uses his litter box. Speaking of that, we found some irregular droppings in there since he started going out. Must be the bones from some critter he's eating out there. Anyways, we've been so curious about what he's been up to, so my wife is setting up security cameras right now so we can see what he's doing. I'm upstairs at the computer so I can log in and see the live footage. One camera is set up outside his cat door, one in the hallway, and two in his basement room. It's dark now, but I'm able to make out what's going on outside by activating the night vision mode. Hmm. Nothing much happening. I don't really see anything. Hmm. Looks like there's a moth flying by. Oh wait! This pinball! Here he comes! Oh look, he has something big in his mouth. Is that a rat? Holy crap! He's trying to get in the door, but the rat is getting stuck. Oh, pinball, don't bring that inside. He tried again and managed to squeeze through. As he made his way down the hall, I switched the camera too. In the hallway light, the HD camera quality was really good. I did a double take and couldn't believe what I saw. That's not a rat. Four fingers and one thumb, freshly painted orange nails, and a splintered scaphoid wrist bone protruded from the hand. Pimble has a severed hand in his mouth. The white patch of his tuxedo coat had a splatter of dark blood soaked on it. Pimble turned the corner and started heading down to the basement. I changed to channel three. My wife is still down there. She's scooping the litter box and I start to panic. Is our cat a deranged killer? My God, those bones we found in the litter box, those weren't critters, those were human bones. I run to the stairs. I need to warn my wife before Pinball does something crazy. I race into the basement and I run to her. Pinball is sitting across the room and he is licking the hand. The cat's tongues are covered with papilla, thousands of tiny spikes to help clean their fur or clean the skin off their kill. I look close at the hand and just see raw flesh, bones, and tendons. Pinball, drop it! Bad kitty. He looks up with his big green eyes and slowly starts walking towards us. I turn to run and hide in the closet. I open the door and out of nowhere, a pile of corpses tumble out and crash down on me. 
I'm knocked to the floor, and I see Pinball run up the stairs. I look around and see the empty, dead stairs of our neighbors. I recognize Miss Parker from down the street. Her left hand with bright orange nails, and her right hand was amputated. Oh my god, how did Pinball do this? My wife and I were in a traumatic daze, when suddenly, the sound caught my attention. It sounded like multiple sirens, getting louder and louder. And then I heard the sound from a police loudspeaker. We have your house around it, and I wanted to search for an anonymous tip. Come out with your hands up. I then look up at the top of the stairs and see the glint of Pinball's eyes again. He gives us a wink, then turns and walks away. I wonder if that cat pinball is up for adoption. I think I need to replace my crazy goo cat. This next story's called... Mold Monster. <laughs> there was once a man who lived in a small in-law unit in the back of someone's house. It was in a quiet area where people mostly kept to themselves, and he was a pretty normal guy had a normal job, sometimes went out with friends. Everything about this guy and place was normal, but there was one of his habits that set him apart. This man was a slob, and when I say slob, I don't mean your typical leave a few clothes on the floor or a dirty dish here and there kind of slob. When I say slob, I mean he was disgusting. In particular, he never threw away any food. He would leave it everywhere. On his dining table, on his counter, on his desk, on his bedstand, on his keyboard, sometimes on the floor or in his bed. And when there was no room there, he would even sometimes hide it in his closet. Every now and then, he did go through his room to try and clean up all the moldy food he'd left behind. But it wasn't often. Or should I say, not often enough. You see, on one faithful occasion, he was eating a bag of lime-hot fluff chips on his bed, lazily whisking the chips into his mouth. Of course, eventually a couple of chips fell out of the bag and onto his bed. Annoyed but too lazy to pick them up and either throw them away or eat them, he thought it would be fine to just flick the chips off his bed, letting them land whatever they did in his disgusting room. Unaware of the chain of events he was about to put into motion, the man reached down and with one flick, the chip was launched from his bed across the room, a mist of hot lime dust in its wake. Its trajectory brought it arcing to collide with his desk, skipping off of some gum wrappers and then falling between the desk and the corner wall to the deepest and darkest corner of the room, where the slob surely would never look or clean. And there it sat for a long, long time. Years passed and the man kept being himself with his slob antics. He went on thinking he was getting away with doing the bare minimum. Little did he know there was something that he was missing, and in that very room, in a dark, humid, rancid corner, something monumental was happening, and that thing was growing, and it was feeding. He did notice at one point something was strange. For one, this fuzzy stuff started to show up on the wall behind his desk. It wasn't anything horrible looking. It was just kind of gray with a tint of orange. 
It would flake off from time to time, and every now and then, when he wasn't being a slob, he would wipe it away, but the stuff would come back almost immediately. There was also a smell in his room that he couldn't quite figure out. It didn't smell rotten or bad, just kind of citrusy. He went on ignoring it, but the fuzzy stuff got even worse. It had nearly taken up the entire wall behind his desk and was inching its way to the ceiling. And now, when he wiped it away, it seemed like it would grow back right behind the cloth he was wiping it with. It also looked like it was starting to grow on the carpet, but on the floor, it almost looked like it had tiny fungus mold fingers. What was gross was when he would get down to inspect the stuff. The little fingers seemed to move like they were retracting back into the carpet. At this point, he was overwhelmed. He didn't know what to do, so he planned on calling a specialist. Unfortunately for him, before he could make the call, the fungus mold reached its final form. It happened on a Halloween night, just before he went to sleep. He had just finished a village host pizza with extra pepperoni and slid the leftovers behind his bed frame. He laid in bed, checking his phone for local mold specialists. He found a few and made a note to call them the next day, but before he could turn his phone off, he felt something move just under his foot. Huh? What was that? He said, startled by it. He moved his feet around under the bed sheets to see if he could feel anything there, like a sock or pepperoni slice, but couldn't feel anything. He figured it was nothing and began to fall asleep again until something else came. It was another brush just against the inside of his foot. Huh? He hated to acknowledge it. You know when you feel like something's moving under your sheets? But he knew he felt something. Something that was moving on its own. And he was just hoping whatever it was, it was something small. Slowly, he tried to pull his feet up toward his body away from whatever it was. The lights were off, but he had his phone, so he turned it toward the foot of his bed, dimly illuminating part of his room. But as he was pulling his foot up, the brush came again, as if it was following his foot. He stopped, and now couldn't believe what he was feeling. It wasn't something small, something like a bug. It was large. It was putting pressure on his foot, like a hand or something. He tried to quickly pull his foot up, but then... Whatever it was, it wrapped itself around his leg. Ah! He cried out. He ripped off his blanket and couldn't believe his eyes. From behind his desk, from the disgusting wall of fungus mold, extended a disgusting fungus mold tentacle. As if knowing it had been seen, it wrapped itself even tighter around his leg and began violently pulling at it, as if to try to rip him out of his bed. But he had his wits about him. Earlier that day, he had teriyaki tofu shish kebabs. The half-eaten skewers were still on his bedstand. He grabbed one, and with all his might, plunged it into the fungus tentacle. It let out a shrieking hiss. The tentacle wrapped around his leg released itself. But then, one more came from the fungus wall, this one smaller and easier to fend off. He poked and prodded at it, until it too hissed, and then they both recoiled behind his desk. He sat there, unsure of what to do next. He wanted to just leave, 
but he knew that thing would be waiting for him either way. He got out of bed and slowly walked toward his desk with the shish kebab held out in front of him. He decided he needed to confront the beast. He reached down and grabbed the edge of the desk, and with all his might, he peeled the desk from the wall. He couldn't believe what he found behind it. It looked like it mostly lived in the walls, a goopy octopus-like thing. It was wounded, with orange ooze dripping from its tentacles. He extended the shish kebab out in front of him and bent down to prod it a little. But then a voice came. Stop. The voice was deep and wise. It seemed to be coming from everywhere in the room, all the corners. It seemed to be in the air itself. He paused. Who said that? He said. I did. The voice replied. In disbelief, the man turned his head to the disgusting tentacle creature wounded at his feet. You said that? He said. Yes. I can do many things. I can talk. I can reason. He couldn't believe what he was hearing. That this disgusting thing, this fungus mold, was talking to him. What are you? How did you even get here? You. You brought me here. I brought you here? Long ago, I was something much smaller. Something that came in a package with many things like me. For whatever reason, I was flung away from the package and landed here in this dark corner. It was here that I was able to sit and meditate long enough. I evolved and now I have gained consciousness beyond anything you could dream. And I come in peace. Peace? You were trying to kill me. No. No, I wasn't trying to kill you. I was merely trying to communicate. The man started to believe the mold creature. What he didn't realize was one of its long, skinny tentacles had slithered its way across the room, under his bed, to a plate with a half-finished T-bone steak. It grabbed the steak knife off the plate and quietly slithered up behind the man. The man could have been done for. He was listening to the creature intently. But suddenly, his phone lying on the bed lit up and a shadow was thrown on the moldy wall in front of him. It was a raised knife-wielding tentacle. He turned around. It swung at him, but he swung back. It sliced here and there, and he sliced here and there in return. Luckily, he was quite the swordsman, and he was able to fight his way to the door. He got out and slammed the door behind him. He slept out in his car that night, half awake, worried the monster might come get him. When the morning came, he decided he needed to go check in his room, wondering if it was even real or if it was some kind of weird dream. But when he did, there was no creature to be found. What he did find, though, was a hole in the corner of the room the tentacles were coming out of. It looked like it went right through the wall to the outside world. He moved out of the in-law unit not too long after. But to this day, always wonders about the mold monster. I love mold! Oh, 
Sorry, I, I got a little excited. I, I love mold. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. Spooky Stories will be taking the rest of 2020 off. But we plan on starting up again at the beginning of next year. Uploading a new spooky episode every 13th of the month. So follow us and stay tuned for even scarier, sillier, spookier stories coming your way soon. Until next time, my fellow ghouls.